welcome to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast, hosted by Jesse Runnels. Also this week, my wife is going to be on the podcast. Hi. Uh, Jillian Winters. So, um, um, she's not going to talk just yet, but she's just here to listen for right now. Just lurking. Lurking in the sh- in the shadows, <laughs> per se. Um... The first things first, I want to give a huge shout out to my my good Navy brother and friend uh, Adrian Garcia for coming on the last week's episode of the podcast, and you know he gave me a solid forty-five minute interview, so I really appreciate that. That that length of time keeps the podcast going, and it helped me. Uh, find a foolproof way to do phone recordings so i used skype to record the phone combo and it worked really well thanks skype yeah and this isn't an advert for skype but you can pay us if you want to skype yeah well i don't i don't think they do podcast advertisements but anyways um first thing i want to talk about and to just get it out of the way, um, I was on CNN looking up current events like I usually do, and I saw that Trump says he's prepared—he's not prepared to lose the 2020 election. And um, I'll just play a little clip of it. Oh, we have to listen to his voice. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. <sighs> but anyways, uh, I don't talk too much about it right now. There's the ad going for CNN. But. Keep on fighting for every man and woman and child all across this land. With every ounce of heart and mind and sweat and soul, we're going to keep making America great again. And then we will indeed keep America great. Oh, we'll keep it so great. Better than ever before. We're going to keep it better than ever before. And that is why tonight I stand before you to officially launch my campaign for a second term as president. All right, I've heard enough of that. (laughs) When he says great, he means white, right? Yeah, oh, it sounds like, I don't know what he means. Because, I mean, I guess he thinks it's great. I mean... Can't even be involved in this combo. Yeah, but anyways, uh, I don't care about Trump. I'm not gonna vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Trump last time. I will not continue. I will. I won't support people for Trump. I may even take another step and uh, you know go to these rural conservative areas around here and be like, why are you wasting your vote and voting for Trump? I, honestly, the candidates I support are Democratic. Um, I don't know if I necessarily support Joe Biden right now, but I mean, I guess I support him over Trump. But honestly, I, I support uh, Andrew Yang over any of those other candidates. Is he the one who wants to have like the standard amount of money, the standard income? Yeah. Okay. So Andrew Yang's thing is for. A year you'll get twelve grand, a thousand dollars a month on top of your salary. So no matter what you'll get a thousand dollars per month. On top of your salary? Yeah. 
So, like, you would get 12 grand no matter what. So, people making like $2 million a month will also get 12 grand? Yeah, but it's not really for those people, but yes, they would. Hmm. Anyways, I, I feel, but anyways, that's besides the point. I think I'm. I like what the Democrats are doing. They're really trying to launch an, a, like a very aggressive attack to take out Trump for not being president. And um, so hopefully, um, you know, he doesn't win. And I really hope he doesn't win because this, this has been a travesty of a presidency for these past three or so years now. So anyways, uh, let's go on to the next topic. Get away from the politics. Jill didn't like that whatsoever. Well, I also don't know if I... I, I don't know. I don't read the Hatch Act, so I don't know all the rules about what I can and can't do. Hatch Act? Oh. I'm a federal employee. Oh, okay. So, uh, also something that happened this week. Um, Cardi B was indicted by a grand jury in New York City. Um, Cardi B is, a uh, The is worst a, rapper ever? Well, that's Jill's opinion. Oh! Oh! We're losing people over Trump and over that statement. Oh! Polarizing well, podcast here. Yeah, polarizing. But, um... This week, uh, she was indicted for, uh, like, uh, assault charges in a strip club in Queens. What? Yeah, so let's... What's that story? Tell me that. Oh, we get some but, nice music. No, that was just the advert. But, um, yeah, I guess she was in Queens last year, and she got in some fights in some strip club. Oh, it was last... Wasn't she pregnant at this time last oh, year? Oh, maybe so. She's... Jeez. That's kind of ratchet, isn't it? Just a little. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, we'll see. Jesse's mad because I'm on my phone. Oh, this is just her. We probably can't play this. We're probably copywriting some stuff. Oh, anyways, this, this is just a video about what she, like, a biography, but she's, Everyone knows, I mean, most people, if they don't know, Cardi B used to be a, um, a strip club, like a, like a stripper, yeah. Exotic dancer. So it's kind of ironic that she ended up getting in a fight in a strip club. I thought, if any, if any of my listeners didn't know, that previously when she was a stripper, she used to drug her clients to get more money from them and steal from them. I thought she was going to get indicted for something oh like that. Gosh. But she didn't. She just got indicted for, uh, you know, like a assault. <laughs> just assault. Yeah. NBD. Is there anything else you have to say about this? No, except I hope this means I don't ever have to hear her ever again. Oh, geez. You hate her that much? She's just like, oh, she's just so trashy. I, ha- I don't hate her. I just hate how everyone likes her. Like, she's so uh, unlikable. She is, like, kind of, like, she portrays this, it's very, uh, everything's sexual. Yeah, and she's so arrogant, and, like, yeah. I like some of the songs that she's in, but she's the worst part of those songs. Like, the songs would be fine without her. She adds nothing to them. Yeah. 
And um, I think I think that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. With Cardi B stuff. Um, also, I don't know if I said this already. I forgot, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Um, congrats on the St. Louis Blues on winning the Stanley Cup. We, me, and my wife, we watched all seven games. I want to say, didn't yeah. we? For this. Well, and some of the playoffs. You fell asleep during a lot of them. I watched. I watched all seven games. The majority of the games. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Losing the, that Missouri audience as well. I know. Right? We're Jeez. just on fire today. Yeah, thanks, Jill. <laughs> thanks for outing me for that. Don't worry. I have a good cat story later. That'll bring everyone back in. All right. That'll now we lost the, the entire audience oh, after that. All right. <laughs> Go on with your next story. Move it along. But no, it's... It's iconic and very historical. Their first Stanley Cup. Yeah, and their first time even winning a Stanley Cup game, which I'm from uh, St. Louis. Like, I thought we had been in the Stanley Cup finals, but we hadn't. We've been in the playoffs. I just, we're usually in the playoffs. Like, they're usually, like, you know, that good. But I guess I, I wasn't aware that we had never gotten to the actual finals in my lifetime. Yeah, it was like the seventies or something. Yeah, it was again. It was the seventies, and I think it was the Bruins last time too. Oh wow! And we beat them. Mm-hmm. Took seven games, but we still yeah. beat them. It was. I do want to say both of the goalies were amazing to watch on both teams. Yeah. It was interesting to see that, like, when one was having a really good night, the other was also having a really off night. I thought that was kind of interesting. A lot of head games, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to keep talking about sports. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is um, the NBA draft. I didn't watch the draft. I didn't, we don't have cable currently. It was on CBS All Access. The NBA draft? Mm-hmm. You can go watch it if you want. I saw it on there when I was watching Amazing Race. It was ESPN. No, CBS All Access had live... NBA draft coverage. Okay, well, I'm, I'm alright. I don't need to watch it. But, um, anyways. Uh, I want to say that, uh, if anyone doesn't know, most people know of my audience that I'm a New Orleans Pelicans fan. And, um, we had the number one pick in this draft. And this draft was definitely probably one, the, like, one of the better drafts in recent years because uh, Zion Williamson was the number one pick and he went to the Pelicans and Zion's gonna be um, I mean I don't want to hold any too many expectations for him but he was a great player for his one year in Duke I even watched some of his highlights from when he was in high school and he looked he has a lot of raw athleticisms and Hopefully he can you know heart, you know get some skill too. But um, he's I I'm glad that we get we're getting Zion. It's sad that Anthony Davis didn't want to play with uh, Zion. He'd rather go to what he thinks is greener pastures. But I digress. Um, I'll talk about the number two pick. Uh, so the number two pick went to uh. Memphis 
and they drafted uh, Ja Morant. Um, I watched the, that game in college, and the uh, when he played was in the, in the March Madness. And Murray State played somebody, I, th- I forgot, but they won. And this kid got a triple-double in the in March Madness, and that's pretty incredible. If you don't know what a triple-double is, it's 10 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, or, you know, 10 of any three stat. I thought that was a burger from in and out It's all, That's probably true, too. But we're talking about sports here, not fast food chains. Sorry. Too busy on my phone to pay attention. Yeah, no. Anyways. Uh, I think that uh, he'll be a good replacement because, it, you know, Memphis decided to trade away Mike Conley. So the old guard of Memphis Grizzlies is completely gone now. He was the last one after they traded away Mark Gasol, so we'll see what happens and you know, Memphis. Hope I don't know if they'll go back to the way they used to be in the Zach Randolph era, but we'll see. Um also we had the number four pick and we traded that for three other picks. Um other than those two guys, I, I those were the only players I really knew. We drafted Jackson Hayes, a center from Texas, and I heard he's a good defender. And the only person other than these guys that I knew was uh, Bull Bull. And I think he went to Denver or something like that. Let me see. But... Bull Bull is Manute Bull's son. Yeah, and he's the center. He got drafted 44 in the NBA draft, and he went to Dem- the Denver Nuggets. And we drafted some other picks. But, um... But, uh, I'll look on there, and I'm looking at the draft two round, all two rounds. Oh my gosh. The Spurs drafted a... A Croatian power forward. I don't really know too much about him, but hopefully he's pretty decent for them. A lot because I know some of my audience's Spurs fans. But um, I mean that's all I really knew from the draft, honestly. But hopefully Zion will pan out the way that we say, or that the media speculates. Oh, they also drafted, the Spurs also drafted a guy from Mississippi State, a shooting guard in the second round, Quindary Weatherspoon. Pixie was in here this whole time. Oh, well. But anyways, um... Hey, no Asher. No itchies. Now that we've let in all the animals during this podcast so <laughs> it needed it. you could hear Asher crying and you heard Luther trying yeah. to slam into the door and Pixie was trapped in here come on Luther come on you can come talk on the podcast come say hi come say hi to to not you Asher just Luther okay Jill so uh, what do you have to say do you have anything okay so 
For those of you who uh, don't know, I am a cat adoption counselor at an animal shelter here, a no-kill shelter. And thankfully, we've been adopting out some cats, which is good because for a while we had way too many cats for our program. Um, Asher stopped, and um, we had to... We uh, had a lot of adult cats, but we've been adopting them out, which is great. So we've been able to go to the open intake shelter slash kill shelter um, here in East Baton Rouge Parish. So the thing about an open intake shelter is that they are tied to animal control. So if someone brings them an animal, they basically have to take it. They don't have an option. So there's a lot of overcrowding, a lot of limited resources. So whenever we can pull animals from there and bring them into our program, it's really good. Um, it saves them money, provides space for more animals, um, and reduces the rate of euthanasia. So we've been going to that, and we pulled four cats from there so far. We've done two each time, and we have space to do two more. Um, but there's this one special little Bubbins. She's been there a year, and she has some kind of neurological impairment. It wasn't marked on her sheet, but she was shaking, and she was trying to climb on her shel shelf, um, and she just kept falling over little bubs. Her little back legs, like, kind of gave out a lot. She was kind of unsteady on her back legs. And uh, we would love to bring her into the cause program, but our open cat room isn't really a safe place for her because it's just a ton of shelves and high spaces and there's a lot of jumping involved so she might end up hurting herself and um, it's unsupervised a lot of the time but so if anyone is interested in being a special needs foster for this sweet little babe they can let me know um, or they can foster through Companion Animal Alliance there and uh, help little bubs I've, I've been posting everywhere I really want to try and help this little baby girl and um that's a good shout out. Um, I was a little irritated about that for a second, but I'm not anymore because it's a good shout out for a good cause for a, a, a needing animal that needs a home. So this is in the Baton Rouge area. I don't know how many Baton Rouge listeners I have or in the Louisiana area if you want to foster a, a needy cat. But um, also that, you know, we were talking about the whole Trump thing. Um, that's also affecting my wife's uh, job and career right now. Yeah, and um, I don't know if Jill wants to talk about that. or Yeah, again, I don't remember exactly everything I can say, but we are uh, under a transformation and sustainability plan, which means that they're trying to make my agency, instead of having state offices, go regional. So the state office spaces are closing as they transition to regional and the state office staff until the regional places open are working from home. So I will be working from our little condo for the next year. I mean, unless I get a different job, which will be great because Asher hates being locked up in the guest room when we're at work and the kitties always like to have a lap to sit on. So it'll be good for the family. Um, just a little stressful because we don't really have an office where I can put my office-y things. So not quite sure where all this stuff is going to go, like the printer and the workstation, but we'll figure it out. Okay. But, um, 
I know hopefully it's not too of a trying time on our marriage, but I think it'll work out. But, um, I think, do you have anything else you want to talk about, Jill? Because I'm fresh out of stuff. Well, I'm going to want to talk to a, a counselor about why you're mad that I'm trying to find a cat at home. I wasn't mad. I was just... You were irritated? I'm, I, I got over it. I've, I apologize. I've, I made myself full circle clean on that, okay. on the podcast. We're going to have to discuss why it even occurred at a later date. The, the, the later date, it's it's my podcast. That's why I was so <laughs> frustrated about it. You're doing this PSA for this is a so well. You asked about anything I want to talk about. And all I can think about is little baby Fiona who needs to get out of that tiny cage. She needs to be able to exercise her legs. All I heard during that time was uh, like that song that came on the infomercials. In the arms of yeah. an angel. Well, she might be in the arms of an angel. If, you know, someone doesn't go get her. They don't have the funny. Uh, well, it's not. Oh, okay. They do not have the capacity to help special needs animals. Yeah, There's no. just too many because people don't spay and neuter. Yeah, that's Can true. I do my second PSA about spay and neutering? Okay, Bob Barker. Yeah, he was a good man. He was a good... Okay, what is Asher doing? I don't know what Asher's doing. I hope everyone can hear Asher panting. He's like trying to push himself through Jesse's knee right now. Asher's the sweet little bubbers. He's on his daily Zyrtec, so he gets less itchy. Okay, well, I think this is a good... Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Ramblin' Ronald's podcast. Um, thank you for the one person that answered my question on Instagram. Was it me? It was not you. Oh. Um, that was on Facebook. I said Instagram for when I asked for a subject matter on the podcast what they say the nba draft oh anyways um also um thanks to um you know anyone who's been listening this uh this these whole six months that means a lot oh this is by the way this is episode 20 wow we made episode 20 Woo! yeah so um Thanks for all my listeners. Every every one of you means a lot from my SoundCloud days to now that I'm on Podbean hosting podcasts. And I really appreciate that. Um, I hope everyone's enjoyed this podcast so far. Um, That being said, um, you can like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, um, Spotify. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. If you just want to download the Podbean app, you can play it from there. If you use Android, or I think you can even download it on an Apple phone or iPhone. Um, If you want to email me subject matter, you can email me at ramblinrunnels at gmail.com. Please... um, you know, please, you know, like all my listeners, and I appreciate, you know, the listen so far. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you guys enjoyed this particular podcast. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening.